Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, hello. Welcome to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. I'm Emily. And today we are talking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But before we get into that, if you are not already subscribed, please consider doing so. I'm covering Beverly Hills, Southern Charm, and Atlanta, and soon to be covering Potomac and Salt Lake City as well. If you're already subscribed, ugh, love ya, mean it. All right, let's get into it after the intro. My name is Emily, and I have been watching Bravo TV as a form of self-care for over a decade. Needless to say, I'm a complete mess. Subscribe and follow along for painfully insightful recaps about Bravo, true crime, and other great TV. Kia is back from Tulum. She had a harrowing travel experience, which is the story of everyone's lives these days. Yeah. They also broke. I didn't even tell you they broke the handle on my luggage. Like, Ew. Okay. Like, okay. Cause you Lost checked her. a bag. Yeah. I had to, like, I can't not check a bag. I have too many lotions and potions for TSA. <laughs> and they are, and they, and they took my freaking brand new urban decay setting. They what? They took my brand new urban decay setting spray that <gasps> I had in my, um, my backpack, which, I mean, she says this was. she says it was over like the over the fluid thing. And maybe it was. But I feel like I always carry it and no one ever says anything. And this is when we were in Cancun, like coming back. And I had it when I left just the same way. So I didn't even think about it. Um, and she just, like took my bag off and her and the other lady were just like looking at the thing for a while. And then they were like, she just took out my one makeup bag right away took the spray as that I'm like she knew exactly what she wanted and I'm, she's like um yeah you can have yeah I'm like have it I know you just want it it's full it's brand new enjoy well I have some fun I don't know if you guys all saw but you know this homeless not toothless situation uh it's getting it got a failing grade let me look it up. Let me just. So there's something called Charity Navigator. And Ooh. so it was um, Face Reality 16 posted about it on her Instagram. And so for the for the sake of notes, I like Googled the charity score is a failing score. The overall score is calculated from multiple beacon scores, 85 percent finance and accountability 10% leadership and adaptability and 5% culture and community. Okay. So under finance and accountability, the score is 46 out of a hundred. The score entered by homeless, not toothless is a failing score. This V6 of the finance and accountability score provides a baseline measure of an organization's health, including the indicators listed in the report below. And let's see what it shows us. 
Um, board composition gets zero out of 25 points. Uh, independent audit or financial review gets zero out of 20 points. Uh, let's see. Conflict of interest, zero out of three points. It's missing. Uh, let's see. Zero points for program expense. Trying to see if there's something I can actually like read and understand. IRS published data. IRS forms. Looks like they haven't filed anything with the IRS since 2019. Oh, God. Oh, yes. no. Yeah. So this isn't a real charity. <laughs> oh, no. Why would they? Oh, so no. it's or if it if it. OK, so. But I want to like I want to address the fact I get that I get that it's like, oh, how dare you make fun of a charity? But this is a worthy cause because. As Pia discussed, you know, dental work is not just a cosmetic thing. It's it's a vital form of health care. But to call it homeless, not toothless is actually kind of like it's a very diminish. It's diminishing. It's offensive. It's kind of it doesn't it, it really takes away from what the cause is. Yeah. And, and so to call it like and then when they kept saying toothless, not homeless, I'm like, well, that is a whole what imagine there was a charity for toothless people that were not homeless. Like they, they they have homes, but they just couldn't afford to get their teeth done. Like, I guess that's kind of a worthy cause. But like, that's how ridiculous this sounds. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was like, not this episode, but like the um, other episodes, like when Kyle first, actually, I think she was the first one to make fun of the name because mm -hmm. Kyle's just a shady person. Yes. I couldn't even think about how ridiculous the name was because Kyle it was Kyle. Was, it was Kyle was just being a hater in general. Like the 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 charity could have been named something amazing, but it it's to reach charity and it's not about her. And she would have said some type of jab, guaranteed. Um, but then, but then as it really sank in, the name the name is awful, and it doesn't really explain properly what the charity is supposed to, in my opinion, do. If uh, so, yeah, and I would yeah. get into it, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I, so, I'm, I'm on board with the ladies with like them and their frustration with the name and remembering it. And it also just kind of proves that like Dory didn't really look into it. Sharon Stone just knocked on her door and was like, you really should get involved with this charity. And she's like, absolutely. Oh, oh, 100 percent. When she first said it, um last episode about the charity and she said you know I live next door to Sharon Stone and she came to my door I was like Dorit it's it's kind of like the Jamie Lee Curtis situation for Kyle's <laughs> thing a famous person was on her doorstep and she literally could have been selling her shit in a bag it's exactly it and she would have been like chic it's so chic it's so chic because that is it's like it's kind of it's the charm of jury, but also her downfall that she's just so excited by things that are presented yeah. to her that she doesn't. I kind of can fall into this category like I get so overly excited about things, which is why I have to run it by more pragmatic people. I, that's no. why I do it on purpose. I know this about myself. I'm 100 percent the same way. So yeah. it's not, I'm not like. I, I am faulting her because you're a grown up and you like 
you yep. put this on national TV. So you need yes. to know more about it. And there's time and time again, that all of your friends and people um, on your network are getting in trouble for not like doing their due diligence or their research. So, you know, this is on you to read, but I can, I can understand your initial like belief that this is a real charity because like Sharon Stone, like Sharon Stone, of course, wouldn't like be putting her name on anything that's like not legit. Right. I think that's probably where she was. Well, that's what I think that's where she's coming from is Sharon Stone. Come I on. think that that's also <laughs> the, the most ridiculous thing. Sharon Stone is notoriously wild. That's true. Sharon, it's Sharon. I think that's the point. It's like it's Sharon Stone. Dream. <laughs> Like it's Sharon. That's your first Sharon Stone. But she's like, what? We love Sharon. It's like, no, no, we we love Sharon, but Sharon's notoriously nuts. Yeah. So and acting up. Yeah. So you meet a boo boo. (laughs) You went all the way with it. And this is the worst part about it. Kyle is going to be kind of right about it. She's going to be she was kind of right to make like not make fun of. She wasn't right to. Okay, she wasn't right to make fun of it, but um, she she was like, what kind of charity is this? Like kind of somehow still was right. (laughs) I hate to say it. Damn. Damn. Well, speaking of Kyle, um, after the whole like Rena meltdown, Dorit's like, I have a cake for Kyle. Should we bring it out? And they're like, yes. And I, I find it really funny that they 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 clearly wanted to show off the fact that they got the rights to sing the birthday songs. They're like, oh, we're going to sing the entire birthday song. I was like, OK, showing off. You know, I for. Oh, Thank you. it's I always didn't... a big deal when they can. No, sing. I know not anymore. No, it is. It is right. It is a big deal. And I know that that's one of my like fun facts. That I like harbor my brain, but I didn't even like comprehend that they were doing it. You know Thank you I for pointing. Realize though, is it still a big deal? Have we haven't we started to see it more often? I don't know. I feel like I'm acting like I'm smart, but maybe I'm not being. No, smart. I'm pretty sure you can't sing "Happy Birthday." Listeners weigh in because I feel like I've I feel like we've seen "Happy Birthday." By the way, if it's ever my birthday and some and and people want to sing "Happy Birthday," please just please don't. <laughs> do you feel awkward and you don't know I what to do it's too long it's too it long of a long. song and for you to wait for everyone to finish it's also no one sings it well because it's a really hard the, the range on it's really it's huge it's like you go from really low to really high it goes on and on and you're just supposed to sit there until they're done see i have wrap a friend, it up i have a friend that can sing really well and she is really good at. oh yeah like, if you got being, someone who can do that the person to like yeah, level it take out. it there yeah okay but i too feel awkward when people i've always felt awkward when people singing me happy birthday and i i kind of bury myself my face oh yeah as far as my eyes can go into the cake until it's over <laughs> oh no i just would like it i just would like you to bring the cake out and be like happy birthday and that do not start singing that song i would cry as a kid oh no Full tears, too much attention. Too overwhelming. I'm like, what do you want me to do? My parents I, would my parents would have to be like, don't sing happy birthday to Emily. I, I only cried once when someone when a group of people sang happy birthday to me, but it was straight up bullying and it was in my music class and my teacher can pronounce my name. She always says, oh, yeah, she always called me Page, but my classmates knew how to pronounce my name. 
And she was like, everybody, we're going to be singing a happy birthday to Page. Um, one, two, three, piano, full piano. And everyone just could not wait. They're like, happy birthday, Page. Oh, that's so fucked up. Uh, I, I sat there like just tears flowing like and it is long. It is long. <laughs> so they just kept going while you were crying. They I silent cried. Oh, my God, Pia, that's a harrowing story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally I silent like no, no sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I need Made to me find, stronger. OK, <laughs> I need to find every single one of those people and be like, look at what Pia is now. Okay? Honestly, I'm friends with them on Facebook because I went to a very small Catholic school. I went to the same school. With these people from like first grade. I graduated high school. So I actually am friends with every last one of those motherfuckers. You're still friends with them <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, you're right. That doesn't count. Um, OK, PK was talking about some crypto thing and it was really awkward. He was making everyone uncomfortable because no one wanted to hear about it. Yeah. And and they're all like, we're really successful. Not like what you're talking about. Yeah, like fake moving money around. Right. And then he looks over to. Mauricio and he's like, as much as you are the king of real estate, you're going to have now to bow down to the emperor. And Mauricio goes of what? And he goes of real estate. <laughs> oh, God, it was. Uh... It's just so laughable when people think that they can just like go into someone else's like space and be like, I'm going to take it over with. I have no like background in this. I'm just going to take it over. I know he was joking. But Clearly, also, like, but don't still. do that to yourself because now we're all going to make fun of you. Yeah. And Mauricio, like, kind of wanted to roast him, but he was like, I'm going to keep it cute. He's like, <laughs> I thought you were the emperor of rock or something. And then he's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, good job, Mauricio. Help him out. Yeah, because I think Mauricio was like, first of all, don't even come near. I have a, you know like, I have a Netflix show coming out, you bitch. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, sure, you're going to do that in what? Because Mauricio was like, I've been hustling for like a decade, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, are you like, seriously about to try to do that to me? Yeah, like shut your, shut your mouth. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to stuff this down where I stuff all of my feelings. Because Mauricio, clear, like, you know, Mauricio, somewhere there's there's actual things lying dormant. Mauricio just never lets any of his true feelings out. Oh, absolutely not. Um. All right. Now we're going to go into this opening scene. And Pia, I have written out Pia, what you will see in these show notes here okay. and listeners, viewers, I'm very I, I don't ever really discuss my show notes because there's just show notes. Who cares? I spent more time on these show notes than I've ever spent because I found the dialogue of this of the opening scene here at this at Dorit's charity event and then at the disco at the disco fight. Well, let's call it that. Um, to be like, it was like, it was like writing, like, like it was like scripted because it was very fascinating to me as much as we don't like Rena and Erica and like them, that whole dynamic. I, 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 the, it was like a comedy, this yeah. opening scene. And I like that Garcelle recognized the comedy pretty quickly. Oh, like, yeah. He didn't fall into it and like give it weight, which was very nice because like Sutton will play along and will like get emotionally invested as we're Garcelle did not. Yeah. Garcelle recognized real quick. 
So I have written, I have eight pages of typed up notes. I never have eight. Pages. Oh, I didn't even. This is eight pages. Eight oh, fucking pages. My God. Because it's like the I wrote out so much of the dialogue. I don't know if I'll do all of the dialogue, but um, and feel free if we want like Pia, I may ask you to like, let's see if you want to play a little bit. But I I found it to be so funny. But before that, the whole Rena Garcelle thing happens, they get to talk about um, Crystal's eating disorder because Rena. So Rena's just had her meltdown and she goes, you know, the sudden thing just really triggered that stuff about my mom. But I feel like there's deeper stuff going on in the group. Thank you, Rena. She was really able to gather herself so quickly to to start stirring the pot again. Yes. (laughs) Garcelle, this is a very separate. I'm just fascinated by what's happening with her makeup. She's got like a. Oh, yeah. What is that? I don't think that they like black. Well, that's her contour. But I don't but think it, that, I don't think they blended it, blended out. Well, it, it's it 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 is the worst. I'm like, I want to just take my makeup brush real quick and just go in and like. Yeah, I mean, I noticed it, too. And I was like, ooh, they just like she did not buff it out. Good. I've, I've done that before. I was like, mm, been there. It girl. looks like her hairline. <laughs> yeah, that they didn't. Yep, they did. They did not buff it out. It's driving me nuts. I know. I, I noticed it, too. I don't. You were not alone in looking staring, at it. I was like, staring. I was like, damn, they did not buff that out. Bad. OK, um, but uh, but Garcelle realizes that the poor guests of the charity are still like stuck there. And she goes, you know, you guys do not have to stay for this. Like you would have been like, to. I would have been like, I'm please let me stay. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have said. But they did look traumatized. They did look like they were like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> at least the doctor's wife was like, please get me out of here. Yeah. So I was like, you suck. Ooh. Like, get. I would have been like, oh, no, no, I'm totally fine. I know. I'd be like, please let me stay. Please. What do I have to do? The first thing that out of my mouth would have been like, but I can stay. Right. OK, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's OK if I say, OK, cool. Um, and so Crystal's like, all right, I would like to address my eating disorder. And this was the clip that we played last week. And she's like, just so we're clear, I've seen someone since I was 13. And that's when Kyle goes, well, do you think you're seeing the right people? And I, <laughs> I shut the fuck up. And then Erica, we've already we've already addressed this. But then Erica and her confessionals like, go, go get someone that can help you put this to bed. Be done with it. Again, we've already addressed how much we hate this clip. So, OK, moving on. Uh, and then Sutton goes, well, I had a rough day on Saturday. And that was, I believe she's referring to Rena's wine tasting. So then Rena goes, you did. <laughs> and Sutton gives her a look like, yeah. Like, hi. And Sutton says, I didn't like being called a liability. And she talks about, she's like, well, I, I didn't say this, but I got a call from an attorney. And this attorney thought that I had information and Erica does this nod like she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm, yep, sure, sure knew that. And they're like, well, you know, they wanted more information, but she's like, I don't know, because I hired a litigator. And in, in Sutton's confessional, she's like, and I don't know, um, lawyers are very expensive. And you know who would know that? Erica and Tom. <laughs> She's not but lying. Then, 
Erica goes fucking crazy the way she responds. She's yeah. like, you said that shit. You did. Okay, girl, you need to take it down a fucking notch. Right? Like, relax. I like when Sutton gets into this mode where, like, anyone can be yelling at her, but she's kind of just stay. She's like, what I learned is Erica has a lot of lawsuits in front of her. I like when she like anyone could be screaming at her, but she just kind of stays doing her sassy thing. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's it's her trademark at this point. It is. It's like when she did the book. Yeah. Like she just doesn't. She just and you are a liability to all of us. And just she doesn't give a shit. She's and I get it. This was a savage thing to do, but this is what we want housewives to do. Oh, yeah. No, they do on every other franchise. No, the thing is, this was completely valid for her to. I'm sorry. It is savage, but it was valid as well, because. Erica made the ultimate mistake. You can't make such a big statement like Sutton is a liability when you have all of these things. It's in it that you don't want brought up. It's kind of like uh, like what uh, they were trying to say about Denise. Like if she did all that stuff, like then she shouldn't have come on the show. So like it's the same situation. So we're allowed to talk about it. Right. Like it's you can't like keep changing Bethany, the rules. It's like when Bethany went, that's rich. When Ramona was like, you're you know, you're trying she's trying to say that, like, Bethany wants the press and Bethany wants to go to all these events and be seen. It's like, Ramona, you're saying that Ramona, that's rich. It's like of all things for Erica to say. Yeah, I'm a liability. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, if anybody else, anybody, even Rena said said that something was a liability, even Rena, like then it would have been a different thing. We could even debate it more and like, yep. But Erica saying that Sutton's a liability is so rich. What such a lie, such a, that was a liability to herself by saying that. Cause now she, she opened Pandora's box. And, and the part that's so frustrating as, as viewers is that we've got the most juicy storyline right in front of us that we never get to talk about. Of all the Housewives franchises, maybe besides Salt Lake City, we've got the juiciest, most exciting Housewives storyline that we don't ever talk about. They all defend her. They all like protect her. And we just have to talk about everything else. They protect her too. Like, it's so I I get Rinna because I feel like she's wrapped up in it in some some yeah, way. Totally. But I just don't know what everyone else's grip on Erica is, especially since yeah. they just kind of started liking her about two years ago. Dorit, like some uh, there's got Dorit, Kyle, there's got to be something else in there, too. They got to be wrapped up. Yeah, because it's they're too protective of it as well. Yeah, there's some there's something dark that they it's like I feel like it's like those classic movies like a, like a, I know you did last summer where they all did something bad. Yeah. So now they um they are loyal to each other because they need to keep continuously covering up the secrets or like or like uh, how to get away with murder. Like things just keep happening. So they have to keep covering for each other. But they secretly all hate each other because it's like they're all in this like dark li- web of lies. Mm-hmm. Totally. What's the lie, though? Um. So then now Erica now Erica's blaming Sutton for the fact that she was asking questions. I told you to be quiet. Yeah, she's, she goes into a place. And then Dorit 
don't you think it's because you were the only one who questioned her and that's why they came after you? So Garcelle says she wasn't the only one who was asking questions. And so thank God they did a montage of all of them asking questions on camera. Absolutely. And also it just goes back to my point, like all of our points, God damn, all, of, all of our points of <laughs> why is it when anybody else chimes in um, for Erica on Erica's quote unquote side to explain right? what she means that it's just conversation. But when Garcelle does it, it's her being Sutton's uh, guard bodyguard, bodyguard, bodyguard or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't first of all, I don't really like that whole connotation that like she like Garcelle, this black woman is working for this uh, southern white woman like she, she she don't she don't work for Garcelle. I mean, she doesn't work for Sutton. Garcelle does not work for Sutton. She is her peer and her friend. She's Ooh. being a friend. And I you guys can also be a friend to your fraudulent fool, and your Fox Force five all you want. But like so can Garcelle can be a friend to to whomever she wants to be a friend to. And I feel like Garcelle has stuck up from other people in the group too. But the thing is, y'all don't see it. And you guys all don't. Wow. Point it out. Pia, let's pick, let's pause real quick because that was on point. Woo! Mm, Boom! Pia just... Pia just said that shit. And I say it again. That was so good <laughs> because, like, exactly. Dorit just chimed in. Rena chimed in. No one was like, stop being Kyle is always chiming in. No <laughs> one, no one goes, stop being her bodyguard. Not one person. But literally, just Garcelle says one thing. And ha- and so she says, and this is not me being her bodyguard. And clearly Diana wasn't even paying attention to this conversation. Like Diana was clearly not listening at all. She was. She, she felt Garcelle throw her shade. And then she she felt the need to like retaliate. So then she goes, can I just say something? Um, of all the people in this group, you're the most guarded. And I was like, oh, she just wasn't paying attention. Like she has literally no idea what they were talking about and felt the need to fight. Yeah. And I don't like that at the after show, Kyle says something like um, when when you're fighting in a group in these groups or in this group, it, fights are contagious. And Crystal says something like, you know, I said the same thing to mm-hmm. Garcelle about how, you know, her being so close to Sutton kind of gets in the way of getting close to her and I'm like okay guys no in that moment Diana just wasn't listening she heard Garcelle throw a little bit of attitude her way or not even attitude but just like make a point and Diana didn't like that and so then she felt the need to say that but she didn't even know what she was talking about because then Garcelle reminds her at your Christmas party we had a whole moment and I was wide open you can't say that I shut you down because I was open in that conversation. And then Diana. Yeah, but I haven't seen you since. So and Garcelle goes, well, I haven't seen you either. I love it. Garcelle played this whole scene perfectly. She really did. She was really just pick, like it, I felt like I was watching a tennis match and they were not keeping up like 
it was beautiful to watch how quick Garcelle was. Okay, so like, wait, hold on, wait. Oh, sorry, go. Did you see, like, I didn't even see Rinna even coming. Did you see her come? I didn't see her coming. Did you? I didn't. I didn't see her coming. But also, like, <laughs> I don't know why we're ever surprised by her. <laughs> when she popped up, it was like, huh? But I love that Garcelle couldn't even keep a straight face. But Rinda took herself so seriously. She did. She was like, do you hear her? Do you hear where she's coming from? Just for a second. And Garcelle scoffs in her face. She's like, what? Like, and then she says, what do you hear? <laughs> it it was comedy, comedy gold. Because Rita really thought she was about, yeah, because she Rita really thought she was about to have a moment. Oh, I mean, you know what it is? I think Rina thought because she had her breakdown and everybody did rally around her that she was untouchable for the rest oh, of the night. And everybody totally. would like, everybody would just like, you know, like if she said anything, like no one would really come for her because she's fragile now. Um, no. But also it was like, bitch, aren't you done? Didn't you have that scene? The thing is, she could have she could have really like gracefully got out of that moment <laughs> because she did have her moment and everyone decided to come together and support her. Right. Even Sutton. Right. Everybody. Be quiet because Kyle and everybody else are doing enough work. You don't need to be you need to just sit there and listen. You had your moment. You had your scene. That's her problem. She wants too much camera time. It, it's like she she thought she saw yet another opportunity because she did this with Dory also when Dory came for Garcelle last season at her lip event where she gets excited for someone to come for Garcelle for this exact same bullshit. And that I think she's sad and in pain. Uh, uh, and Diana's like looking down as if she's sad and in pain. About whatever about whatever happened between you two, about whatever happened between you two, bitch, you don't even know. Yeah, because she's never there when any of the shit happens. She's always hearing it secondhand. And then, Diana, I just like to know you better differently. And Garcelle with perfect sincerity. And I would like to know you better differently as well, Diana. (laughs) Garcelle, how do you feel about that, Rena? Yes. And then the way she the way she looks and she goes. And Rena looks shocked. Rena didn't see that coming. So let me just let me just point out how different the whole scene slash group dynamic would be if Rena was actually truly trying to be a peacemaker and truly trying to bring them together as friends. Imagine how amazing it would have been if Rena said, now, Diana, do you hear her? Imagine. Yeah, because then we would believe Rena was actually trying to create a friendship there. Right. She's 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 they what they they what they keep on like act like thinking that we are not seeing is that there's subconsciously or consciously showing us that they have a side and perspective. When Rena did that and as you said, did not give Diana the same, you know, I guess, lecture or whatever to uh, say, did you hear Garcelle? She made it into Diana as a victim and Garcelle as a bull. Yes. Yes. And I'm so I'm really happy that Garcelle says what she says next, because when she 
because Rinna goes, I feel good about it, Garcelle, but why do you have to say it like that? She shouldn't have said that part either. Because- oh, 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 big chip. And Garcelle says, because the way you said it to me. Why didn't you say, Diana, do you hear Garcelle? Fucking the brilliance of this woman in the moment to have this clarity. mental clarity. Yes. Because Sutton does. This is where Sutton is more entertaining. Yeah. Because she just goes wild and like it's just funny. Yes. She can't, she can't, she can't put a like her thoughts together. It takes her a lot to a lot of time to like, figure <laughs> we it out. We literally see that at the end. Like she literally loses her train of thought. And she's yeah. like, hold on. Like she can't get it together. It was, but it, it, that might have been, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get into it. Um, But Rinna says, okay, 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 okay. Rinna goes, because I think you're also Rinna had to like come up with the reason here. Because when she says, why didn't you say, Diana, do you hear Garcelle? She's like, fuck, why didn't I? Like she goes, okay, because I think you're defensive and I don't hear her being defensive. So I, she was just making shit up. Yeah, she was. And I think everybody at that table was like, mm, oh, is- oh, and you saw their faces. They everybody like- is like, I don't know about it. Like, I want like, damn, <laughs> they're like, what are you going to come up with? Like, yeah, because you- like that is very fucking valid. Like, I don't think Look, anybody like we didn't see that her. coming. Yeah. What are you going to say? Like, shit, go Rena. Like even Erica was like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't good. Uh oh, it wasn't we good. Know. We don't know. We don't know what she's going to say. Um, And so then Garcelle, why am I defensive? And so Rina finds an opportunity. She goes, why are you defensive? Nice. Oh, so, OK. Oh, that is a tactic. If I have ever seen one, bitch, if I ever seen it. And then Garcelle, you tell me you seem to know everything. You yes. tell me. Yes. And then Rinna, long pause. Oh, God, I'm so bad. Fear. Oh, my. Like she said it too. The, oh, my gosh. I nearly choked. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's all you could come. Fear. I think we all, I think everybody in that room audibly gasped. I think the camera people audibly gasped. That- I think the producers <clears throat> on the side audibly gasped. I think that the neighbors on the street audibly, audibly gasped. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Mauricio went, Rena, Rena. <laughs> they were like, Mauricio, no, you're not in the scene. He's like, I thought I had a line. Okay, no, you know, <laughs> no, this is not your line. And she, and she goes, what am I fearful of? And Rena says, well, that is something you have to ask yourself. <laughs> I think we all have fear. And fucking Erica goes, Amen. I know. I was like, Erica, hello. when she did that, my I, I boiled over. I said, no, 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 no. You don't get to co-sign your friend right now. OK, right. don't act like. But that's how ride or die they are for each other. That she's got to like, if, even if, though Rina's lost this completely, she's like, no, no, I have to like support you here. Is Again, it just frustrates me because I know we all see it, but it's so fucking frustrating. And this is what gaslighting is. They are mirror images of each other, and it's good and bad, in my opinion. Erica and and uh, Rena are a solid team. They defend each other no matter what, no matter what. Un, unwavering loyalty. Garcelle and Sutton 
a, the same situation. But with the difference with them is I do think that Garcelle truly calls out sudden, but I, she can't, sometimes I don't, she can't do it all the time in front of the ladies because the ladies are already attacking all and she them. does it in private. Yep. You know what I mean? But I don't think that Rena tells Erica anything in private. I don't think she, I don't think anybody gives anybody accountability on that in that friendship. Nope. And then Rena, you know, and I think when we come from love, we don't come from that defensive place. Oh my God. I just got smacked in the face with some bullshit. What? So I go, why are you? And Garcelle, you're telling me about coming from love? Yeah, I am. And Garcelle under her breath. That's bullshit. Now, I love the, <laughs> I love that Kyle in her confessional, by the way, Kyle is in that same where she had the curly hair confessional look, mm-hmm. but the curly hair is different. It is a little different, isn't it's it? Ve- yep. It's not. It's the, not the same type of curl. So they were like, we don't know what the fuck we did that first time, but we can't duplicate it. I don't know why they they choose to it do a, really yeah. specific hairstyles like that, which would be really hard to emulate again. Yeah. Like, just give her a wig. You know that you guys have to match it. Yep. Continuity, baby. Um, which, by the way, is a production flaw. Like, yeah, no, I don't blame Kyle. Like they should have figured yeah, that out. Like production is a whole mess. They clearly were having so much going on behind the scenes with production. Like clearly. Yeah. Um, so Kyle in her confessional is like, Rena needs to practice what she preaches. And I'm like, what's the point of saying this? Not in the scene. Like, I wish Kyle would have said Rena. Like, you cannot say that right now after you just screamed at Sutton. Like, you can't say lead from love and blah, blah. But instead, she says it in the confessional. Great. Thank you so much, Kyle. Kyle could not say it in front of the Fox Force five. It would be a breach of contract. (laughs) Exactly. And Queen Garcelle, I love that she says this. She says just once in a while, I would like somebody to go. You know what? Garcelle is right. And Kathy Garcelle, you are right. I love Kathy and Garcelle, you know, no, actually, it's not about right. And Kyle says, you just want to feel supported. But I was trying to figure out what Dorit was saying, because Dorit looked like she was getting defensive and she was kind of arguing. And Kyle talked over her and was like, you just want to feel supported. So I couldn't tell what Dorit was saying because Dorit was getting snappy. Really? I didn't even catch that. Oh, I was getting because Dorit's people are saying Dorit's showing up and doing a good job now. And I'm like, what the fuck? What show are you guys watching? I'm getting very irritated by this. Because Dorit's uh, actually been running over to Erica talking shit about Garcelle, too. So, like, don't be fooled. Dorit's yeah. just pretending. Dorit is playing is playing um, both sides. Yeah, that's his. Thank you. That's exactly what she's doing. She's playing both sides, but she's really on Erica's side. Yeah. Um, and sometimes making Garcelle feel safe like that. Like that dinner. That yeah. Yeah. The dinner that their shoes referring to. Um. She ran that, that, right to Erica. That was very light and it wasn't serious. And that's the issue I have with them. Like Garcelle isn't like sometimes it's a serious conversation, but that was like she had just learned new information. It was clearly a prompted dinner to have to talk about the information she learned. And they were they were it was not it was not heavy. Like. I hate how they they always misconstrue things, but we, like there are cameras. So we will be able to see it. So, yeah. Um. And then so Kyle goes, I don't know what's happening, but I totally agree with Garcelle. And then they laugh and they end of the end of dinner. 
Okay, so next day or whenever it is, Crystal and Rob are in the kitchen and they have the conversation about how the girls are talking about the eating disorder. And Rob is actually like immediately perks up um, because she's like Sutton and Rena told me that they were talking about my eating disorder. And he's like, well, why would they bring it up? Why were they talking about it? What's happening? Um, And she's just really distraught. And I am in no way uh, talking bad about this relationship. I'm just noticing that the dynamic between them, he's very much her caretaker and very much coddles her and likes that role, which makes sense now why Crystal's very, very fragile. Mm. Like the the yeah. like her like her she's just delicate. And yeah. he and he likes it. that works for them, but now it makes sense why she cannot handle a lot. Because those group of women are not gonna be like that. And now all the, the stuff where her emotions need to be accepted as they are, no matter what is Rob will do that for her. Yeah, I could see it like he just kind of he likes it and that's great. He loves her for that. But it all kind of it makes watching sense. watching the two of them in that scene. I was like, oh, OK, I see what's happened. And he because he loves her. And yeah, I really liked what him. he was. Uh, yeah, I really liked what he was saying to her in the scene. It was like what we were all like, what we've all been saying online. It's like. Yes, get help. Do it for you, not mm-hmm. for them. And the way she cried was almost like childlike. Yeah, he just wrapped her up and it was like, OK, so she he I got the dynamic and I got her. I got it. I understood yeah. it now. It's like Dorit and PK, like you, when I first saw them, I wasn't sure about it. And then I like, oh, I see their their dynamic and like, I believe they really love each other. Not they even took- so much that, that I didn't ever doubt their dynamic and their love. It was more just like how how sensitive she is. Yeah. And like how, you know, remember how we said, I think she actually does experience like when Sutton walked in on her and she was violated. And I remember I was like, I think she does actually experience these things in oh, the way yeah. that she experiences them. Yes. The, I yes. think that like watching the way Rob coddles her was like, okay, so like she really does just live a very like delicate life and like a very yeah. like a glass box and like yeah. is kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, I I always believe she experienced all of the things that happened, but it still doesn't really excuse of like you can't like not everyone's going to move that way. Exactly. You know, so you can't expect that from everyone. Exactly. And then when that is your truth, but then when someone else tells you their truth, like you guys can try to come to a, a middle understanding. And it, for, it felt for me for a while, she wasn't trying to do that. It was like, those are the words I chose because that is what happened to me. Yeah. to for For you, though, but not for everyone else involved. It's not like. You know and what I mean? I think that that was where, like, we got a little bit of a breakthrough when I thought, at least when Garcelle was talking to her about maybe seeing where the disconnect is, you know, when yeah. they were down in Mexico. I, I thought that maybe there was that breakthrough where she was like, maybe this is why it's coming across like you are calculating it. But maybe that's just how you're experiencing it. And like here, maybe we can like marriage these two things together so we can understand everything you know what I mean I think that maybe we if she you know what I'm saying I'm not I don't want to sound like I'm telling her how to feel or how to express herself but no and I you, I feel like everybody is allowed to express themselves but it's just like I, I, I feel like it's just always trying to be open 
it's really hard for people yeah. to be open to how other people express themselves. So I think everybody, everyone, yeah. everyone, not just her, yeah. has to be open to how people express them and also be willing to maybe if you're going to be friends with people, like if something is like, I can't handle how you do this. Mm-hmm. trying to adjust a little bit. I'm not saying change yourself, but like, and as we're saying, we have this, to adjust every day for people like, and as we are saying this, we're referring to the way the women are handling her eating disorder. Yes, because they're refusing to adjust to how she oops to how she needs them to communicate. Yeah, like they're put, they're not putting themselves in her shoes or doing at all. If, if, if this was how I did it and then like I feel like some some of those women have had eating disorders, so they're like, that's not how I handled it. So they don't have empathy for her because they're like, this is fixable. You're just not doing the work because I fixed my issue or I have it under control. Yep. And it's like everyone is different. Everyone handles things differently. And it's really none of your business how and when she does it. Yeah. The know-it-all thing. It's one it of the is biggest, a know-it-all thing, isn't it? It's the biggest epidemic in human nature. The people yeah. that like if someone's if if someone starts to tell you a problem they're having, just listen. And that's the, the unsolicited advice thing is one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. And, you know, I'm actually starting to I'm actually just really starting to get a grasp on that, too, because I think that by human nature, we do want to fix things. And. It could it, it a lot of times it does come from a good place, but it's not helpful, actually, because sometimes people just really want to talk to you and talk, like maybe even talk at you because they just need to get it out, you know, and they don't even need you to say anything. They don't need no solutions. They need no suggestions. They just need you to be there, be open, really listen to them and without judgment. And I and I not that I like I'm I'm like learning that in some of my dynamics and people in my lives. I'm like, oh, like I thought you're asking for a solution or a suggestion and it. And it, that's not what's happening. I'm like, oh, you just want me to sit here and listen. Got it. Especially because that's fine. If someone's going through if someone's going through something, when you start offering them unsolicited advice, you're usually giving them a check, a to do list. Yes. And that's overwhelming. And In so that- they're like, oh, great. Now, I now instead of these problems I already have, I have more more activities I need to add to my list. And that's now and you're more problems. Make, you're making it like a burden for them because now it's like something you've given them to a task that you've given them to do. And if they fail at it, yes, it's, it's even worse. And it, it's, I think it can even lead to more of a spiral with the initial problem. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and, but by the way, I actually really don't think these ladies are coming from a good place to be clear, not from what I've seen. They are very much like, they they come across as impatient and annoyed by Crystal. That's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. And that's gross. Chris, Erica, especially like Erica's like, put this to bed. Be t- you're telling everyone about it and you're not getting the right help. I'm like, whoa, that's and odd. it's like I feel like it's always like for everyone else. It's like, well, I'm good. I'm dealing with bigger fish in my life. You have a little eating eating disorder. I have a lot of lawsuits. Like, oh yeah. Like that's like what it kind of comes down. It's like, you have the money, you have the resources. When she says it like that, I feel like she's like resentful to um, Crystal because she's like, you have the husband that loves you. You have the kids, you have the money, you have all these people that help you, that can help you. And I have to scrape 
to pay my lawyers. And I have all these, like my, my husband's in a, a assisted living thing. I'm going through a national divorce. I have the, like that. It seems like it's like my problem is bigger than your problem. Like, and your problem is fixable. And my problem is like, doesn't feel as fixable. Yeah. So it, it's, she, it feels like Erica's honestly making it about herself. 100%. Uh, so Kathy comes in and Crystal's like, oh, you know, I was crying, just talking about, you know, what was going on with the girls. And Kathy goes, OK, look, A, the girls love you, but we're not lawyers. We're not doctors. We're not therapists. And it's OK to say, yes, I have an issue and I'm working on it. And that's between me, myself and I. Damn, Kathy. And uh, then she goes, without missing a beat, she goes, do you have a cracker? Something give to this, nibble on. Give this woman a diamond, please. Only if she wants it. Because I think she doesn't want it. I think she's afraid of that diamond because then they're going to ask her too many personal questions. Yeah, no, I mean, I think she's I think it's actually as best that she just stays a friend of because she's just really she, her role is comedic like breaks. <laughs> yeah, I think she I think she's literally refused a diamond. Yeah, because she would have. Oh, she would have they would have a field day because they would get to really delve into every little part of their lives. Like they probably even bring a Paris going to like that, that place that they sent her, like they right? would be ruthless. So she's like, they probably have offered and she said no, but now they are scrambling. But I have to, I do have to point out if I'm going to have Kathy Hilton over, I'm putting out a spread of food. Like I'm really surprised they didn't have that out. I know I, I put out a, a charcuterie board for my friends. Now, when they come to my like, little apartment, like, what are you doing? And so I, she's like, so, she's like uh, uh, something to nibble on. And then they're like pulling out these things. He's like, do you like blue cheese? She goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the build. Gouda, yeah, it was the build for me, though. Like it yeah. was just Diet like Coke. Oh, mm-hmm. Diet Coke. It was, she was just like, I just need like a little thing. And then it was like they made her like a, a whole charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a napkin. <laughs> and then finally, it's all laid out. She goes, I drive all the way here and this is all I get. And Crystal goes, a couple of nuts. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. It was. Cat, Kathy, Kathy delivered. Kathy. Um, Kyle's birthday party. I'm not going to go too into detail with it. The only takeaway I had that was it was kind of uncomfortable. Not kind of it was very uncomfortable. Um, so. Even with her own kids, Kyle finds a way to like talk about herself in a very braggy way. One of her kids, I think it was Sophia, um, got her roller skates. And so she puts on the roller skates and starts skating. And it's like it felt very staged. I was like, did Kyle get herself these roller skates and pretend they were from Sophia and then like have Portia bring them downstairs? She She absolutely did. Because then she's skating and Portia's like, wow, mom, you're so good. And she's like, well, I used to compete, guys. And like gets a chance to tell us that she competes. And I was like, so, wow, even in like in front of her kids, she does this. It felt like what she would do in normal scenes with the girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she she just really wanted an opportunity to say that she uh, roller skated with Michael Jackson. Like she Um, does that all the time. All the people that she was friends with back in the 70s. Like, okay, great. We get it. You're a child star. It was awkward. I'm like, even with your own kids. Okay. Even like in a family scene, you'll do this. Jesus. 
she needs to stay relevant. I felt I'm like, but this is in front of your daughters. Like, God, all right. I can't wait to hear what their therapy sessions are going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. God, Lisa and Erica at lunch like this. The just even the just seeing them in the in a frame together at this lunch. I was like, I I want to vomit. Right. I'm just going to I'm living in my truth. OK, uh, they're they're gross together because it's oh, just yeah. so inauthentic and they're just like Rinna's just coming for Sutton for sport at this point. Like they've made up so many times and it's just like, she doesn't even know why she's upset. She's just coming for Sutton to have conflict. She said it because it it's easy. It's yeah. easy. Right away though, Rinna talks about how she had a people magazine shoot, you know, her and Harry. <laughs> I'm like, Notice that Garcelle rarely talks about the billions of jobs that she's working on. Yeah, like, guys, she's um, in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Garcelle is booked and busy, but you don't hear her sit down at a sh- one of the filming days and talk about it right yeah, off like, the top. She's worked with so many people. Like, she's literally worked. She's played opposite Den for Denzel's wife. She's she was in the first. She's played opposite of uh, oh, what's his name? Uh. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton in Spider-Man, yeah. like, like right now, wife. like it's happening, like while they're like, don't like, OK, Lisa. And so I don't even know. I wrote down. These are the little notes that I wrote because they're barely relevant. Quote, Sutton seems to be the trigger for my grief. And then they talk about the liability conversation and Rena's beauty event. There, those are the beats of the conversation. Pointless, pointless. Really? Honestly, like it was like, wow, I can't believe Sutton brought that up. It's like, well, fuck you. Guess what, Erica? You have a lot going on and we don't get to talk about it because you're in this bubble and we're pretending like it's not happening. So you need to get off the show. Yeah. And then also let's also talk about how the fact that Sutton is like not going to like really divulge too much information. She just kept, she gave real basics of it. She was like, this did happen. She like, she could have been really dirty about it. Like I've other housewives on other franchises would have been like, Oh my God, Ramona. Imagine Ramona. Ready of it. Imagine if this was happening on Roni. Imagine if messy ass Sonia, messy ass Ramona were dealing with this. She gave, <laughs> she gave redacted receipts. So I don't know yeah. what the problem is. Cause like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Kyle and Sutton meet for cocktails and Kyle right away is like, you threw everyone for a loop with that comment. And Sutton's like, okay, well, there is a woman who puts us all in a bad position and none of you want to talk about it. And y'all defend her. And Kyle is all like, she's like, wow. Like, can you relax Sutton? You are being so, and Sutton just like kind of steers the conversation into a funny direction. Like Sutton knows how to navigate right out of it. And she's like, well, sorry, I'm, you know, whatever. Well, give me a minute and, and <laughs> have a I date. Like, <laughs> I love when she's, I'm sorry. I'm a slutton. Sorry, we're guys. sluttons, I'm a, I'm a sluttons we, right now. We're Until sluttons. further notice, I'm a slutton. And, but guess yes. what? My loyalty is not like, yeah, we're not stands. We're, we're not we're, stands. Yeah. Like I, like if she does something, I will completely, we will turn. Shit. I will turn on you. <laughs> I will turn on anybody. Turn like, on anybody, even Garcelle, if we have yeah, to. Yeah, like, like no one is perfect. Like that's the beauty of it. Like that'll be that's why it would be more fun of a show if everyone like have loyalty until 
until they do something. And then it's like, ooh, switching lanes. We're switching lanes. It happens all the time from season to season. Yeah. They're afraid to switch lanes. Yep. Um, They get into some dating talk and and Kyle's like, you're going on a date like that. Don't you think you should maybe try to look a little more poor? And Sutton holds (laughs) up like all these rings. She's like, this is poor. (laughs) Kyle's like, "Uh, no. Um, And Sutton's like, look, this is not easy. I'm a little difficult. I like to debate and I like to be right. (laughs) I like a self-aware queen. Yeah. And it's like, I don't feel like Sutton is like pretending like she's not messy and that she does say things without thinking. Like she's like, I I do it and I probably will continue to do it. So like. You can move on now, like that's what I'm going to do, like you all have things that you guys continuously do and no one like everyone has just accepted it. So let's just accept that I'm going to do that and go on tangents and say really, really fun Southern quips. Okay, just go with it. God, God damn it. Um, Dorit with these roller skates was her daughter was so cute telling PK, like, if she falls, it's going to be your fault because you didn't give her any confidence. Did you hear her slight British accent? Oh, fuck. Yes, I did. It was fucking everything. Oh, my God. And she read PK to filth. Filth. Give her a diamond. So cute. <laughs> so cute. give her a baby diamond. Oh, my God. A little teeny diamond. Give her a little baby diamond. <laughs> Oh, she was so cute. It's going to be your fault. <laughs> and then and, and so Dorit's so Dorit's daughter, just like in every way, just like kind of delusionally happy and like all and about I, something so tiny, like roller skating. I know. And then like she just like Dorit just like rolls off and almost does break her neck. And <laughs> you, just see, you just see you just see uh, what's her name? The little girl. Um, Phoenix. Phoenix, little Phoenix running after her. Uh huh. Like, no, mommy. Like, like, she didn't say no, mommy, but she like it was like, no, mommy. <laughs> it was so cute. I loved it. I like I loved that. I, I loved is, it. Like she's so is cute. a badass. I remember. Fucking... Remember the karate scene? <laughs> I don't talk about it. I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> or she she was so mad at Jagger. She was. She was like, Jagger, like, you I'm gonna, holding I'm, my ass back. Like, I'm actually in class. You're pretending to be in class. OK, like it's like over there actually doing it and like yeah. way advanced. And Jagger's like, like, I felt like she was going to be like Uma Thurman and like Kill Bill. She's like going to be 100 percent. Yeah. Um, Rena's wig is so bad for her party. Horrible. <laughs> Horror. I'm going to say it again. Horrible. Horrible. Ryan Bailey posted a side by side of her and E.T. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I saw that. It was. Who's who's your favorite look from that event? Good question. Um, Let me think. Let me think. Actually, to be honest, I didn't really like anyone's look. I thought they all were not my favorite. Um, And just like I would have just done something different. Um, Who's. You know, I hate to say it, but I liked Erica's hair the best. I'm trying to remember what Erica's hair. I mean, look like, at this photo. Oh, yeah. The photo. I don't know if I'm going to see everyone because Paris cropped some people out. But I, someone pointed out that actually Paris didn't crop her out. Paris retweeted someone else's. Like someone else tweeted. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah, yeah. I, th- I felt like that was probably what happened, but it's still funny. It's oh, still yeah. Hilarious. No, it's amazing. 
Um, um okay, wait. I okay, Crystal just didn't really fully commit. I feel like Crystal never fully commits. Yeah, no, she didn't quite like get there. Yeah, um, I guess I don't like I'm looking at the group picture. I actually really like I actually do like I think Garcelle's my favorite. And that's because hers really for me, I'm like, that looks like 70s. Like, I mean, could it be Garcelle's? Yeah, like could it be better? Sure. But I still I, I love the dress. It reminds me of like Janet Jackson, Jackson Five. The young Janet Jackson, like baby Janet. <laughs> um, I I'm going to go Erica's for the look Garcelle's for the vibe. Ooh, ooh, I liked that. Right. Mix. That was nice. Right. Um, but Rena's like tr- at, with the bartender, she's clear like she had the the uh, what's it called? The. Uh, party planner do everything so then she shows up and they don't for some reason these like bar these bar people are not the bartenders and they don't have real lemons and she can't shut up about it <laughs> we need real lemons we need real lemons she can't shut up about it uh erica when she comes in it's you just hear her go i've arrived now we can have a good time i'm like oh, opposite i know i was like that's not the truth that's at all. the opposite um Garcelle comes in and she's got some Studio 54 stories, which I was living for the the throwback photo of her back then. I was yeah. like, Good God, this woman was like hunting. And also like it makes me think just because I want to be so shady and petty. You know, Rena's got stories about when she started her career and how she was just like rejected because she was she talks about she was just like ugly, like she was told by a casting director, like, girl, we got nothing for you. Garcelle was never told that so I'm sure like all of these things just like add to Rena's just like utter desperation and like resentment for people yeah and it's because she's a Rena's a jealous person yeah Rena's very jealous and it goes back to the whole thing with uh Kyle Denise Denise it was the Kyle Richards Denise Richards yeah yeah I feel like all of that stems from a place of jealousy like we know that Denise was the highest paid housewife um, and she didn't have to do much. And I know that pissed Rita off. Yeah. And that's why they came for her. That is why they came for her. Totally. But Garcelle's Coke story. I fully Garcelle. You can tell Garcelle is not someone who did a bunch of blow in her life. Oh, no. You can feel it. You can just tell like she genuinely was happy that the Coke spilled and she didn't have to do it. Like, yeah, God, only my life was like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> if only if only I was excited the coke spilled and I didn't do it yeah most people in LA would be like most people would be like it hey. spilled and I just did it off the floor oh yeah they would definitely be trying to figure out if they can still- especially if it was studio 54 coke back in the fucking 70s Jesus Christ oh yeah I watched that pure studio- as fuck yeah they, they had Woo! the owners had drug dealers in the thing for them like they're passing it out like candy I watched the, the, the documentary studio 54 is like wild like wild paused you did watch that other documentary this is the one with the guy killed my dad uh yes okay we'll talk about it later i just need to remind say it one to you one time one time the, the netflix one right yes it was so fucking good yeah um okay so they sit down and kyle does the you know we're going to go to aspen this is like the group trip setup. And she's like, my house is small, but there's another house. And Garcelle goes, I'll stay at the other house. And Diana says, I'll stay at the hotel. 
<laughs> and I go right now. That means that you should not be invited back. If you can't do a group trip and stay in one of the group house things and you don't you can't get a second season. That's the isn't that why they were so mad at Erica that one time when she decided she wanted to stay in, like many seasons ago. I think that was such a dumb thing to be upset about. I was I did, too. That was when I liked Erica. And I was like, why are you guys coming like, for her? Because she wanted to stay to, like, who cares? Let her do that. She's going to come right back in the morning. And she was coming to all the events. And this is the only like this was when I we didn't know that. Like, I, I liked Erica at a time. Oh, no, I, I never. I never. um like hated Erica, but I was just like, this bitch brings nothing to the show, but glam like she she did. Me, she did invent glam for the show. And I thought that was annoying because it became people's personalities. That's true. And I was like, well, that's annoying because now we just get too many shots of glam. And I'm like, what? We're missing storylines. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, my God. These dancers that come out. It was Kendrick um, posted. Do you do, by the way, do you know who Kendrick is? Do you, yeah. The one who I, okay. Um, Kendrick posted that he, he, I thought the exact same thing. I, it looked like Will Ferrell when Spartan cheerleaders, it had like, this guy was tall, like Will Ferrell. And like, it was so cheesy. These outfits they had on were horrendous. I, know, I, was, like, I was like, rent of the budget. <laughs> like, what are they wearing? And they did some bad dance and then they throw masks on and they try to get them up to Kathy at one point goes, what is this? Because <laughs> it looked like that. It was like the problem is it's so awkward because they're the only ones at this party. So, yeah, you can't really do this like dance moment when like there's no one else there. Wait, why didn't I even think about like, yeah, she just threw a party for them. That's it. So you don't get to do like get up and dance when it's just them. And so they get everyone up to dance. Why is Rena not dancing? But if it's for Rena Beauty, why shouldn't other people be there? She said she couldn't because of COVID. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, she had a whole conversation about just like, well, you know, it's different venue, but now it's just us. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I didn't bother going into it because I didn't care. Um, but like it's Rena, uh, Erica and Diana just watching them. I'm like, Rena, you love to dance. Why are you yeah, not? This is her moment. Get up, you idiot. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Rena loves to dance. That was her MFing moment, like the way she moves around on Instagram, like this was her time to be light, to be free, to lead with love. You That's her I mean? thing. And that she can't even give us that. It's a missed opportunity. She can't even give us that. She's useless. <laughs> Fire her. By, I, I will serious. say it a thousand times. If she's not gone, I'm not watching next year. I mean, I, I, I'm getting nervous because I forget where I read it. And it's not, obviously it's a blind item. So it's like, not necessarily true. Hold on. Wait, if it's a casting thing. Yeah, everybody. FYI, no casting decisions are ever made while a season is airing. I got that information from my inside source. Right. And that's what I feel like, too. But like somebody was saying, like, definitely not happening. And I was like, no, nope. please. Like oh, that was just kind of like I was like, I know that that's not true, but it was like it kind of also like don't Scared you. try to kill. Don't try to break my soul. <laughs> you won't break my soul. Any anything that has to do with casting that's like while a season is airing is purely just somebody writing in a blind to be salacious and okay. clickbait. Okay. If it's between a season, like if it's post reunion filming. Possibly. 
Okay. But like if it's if it's while a season is airing, they haven't even filmed the reunion yet. They I know. know. I'm like, I'm waiting for them to like put some teasers of like when it's they're going to start filming that because I feel like it's going to be any any time now because I feel so, like we're through. We're, most of the we're almost at the end. Yeah, I think we only I think we're only going to get like maybe. Uh, hold on. Aspen trip. I don't know, because Kyle said there was like 22 episodes, but I don't know if that is including the reunions. The reunions. Mm. But I don't know if she would know to include the reunions, but I would imagine because they're usually only 22 episode seasons, including reunions. Because, God, if there's 22 episodes plus and I, reunion, oh, my God. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that was the whole summer. It you. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, okay. This is interesting. Garcelle and Cherie are talking and then Kathy like walks over to be like, I told Rick I'm doing the real. It was like, very weird how she like joined in the conversation. Uh, and Cherie goes, what's the secret, Kathy? And Kathy's like, it's keeping good people around you. And also be careful because any day you can get canceled. I was like, what? Was she this close to Garcelle last year? Yes. I um, Yes. She was? I think she was. I don't know. It feels maybe they're closer because she's going on the real. No, I think I feel like they've they've always had like a closeness. I feel like with her being like, I feel like the with her being on the show more and more, they've just keep getting closer. But okay. I feel like they've always had like a close, a closeness, a closeness. Yeah, but I think that. Yeah, I do. Okay. So Kyle asks Sutton, she's like, how are you feeling about like the whole thing with Erica and Kathy? And, and then like food comes by and Kyle grabs it and Kathy goes, wait, are we still going out? And this is so weird. Kyle goes, let her talk. It's important, Kathy. And she goes, I'm just checking because, you know, you're stuffing your trap. and I want to make sure we're still going out. And and she goes, it's important, Kathy, let her talk. And Kathy's like, oh, sorry. OK, let me get my drink. And she and Kyle's like, what happened to her? Is she OK? I'm like, what the fuck, Kyle? Because she was mad that Kathy interrupted her producing session. What? But I'm like, she answer her question. It's so easy. Like, oh, no, no, we are. I'm just grabbing a quick bite. Like she didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, that was a I, right there. I was like, oh, OK, got oh, it. Oh, got let it. Let me let me tell you, I already have a strong opinion about like miss what's going to happen. What I have. We'll get into it. It's just not there yet, but. That's where it's, that's where my wheel started turning in that moment as well. Me too. I was like, there was no need for you to be that bitchy to your sister. That is where the wheel started turning for me. That was really fucking mean. I was very, very mad at her shaming her. It was just embarrassing. You didn't need to be that mean to your sister. She Kyle doesn't have any sense of like loyalty to her, her, her sisters. To be honest, she puts more value into her friends here. Then she does her her sister. Like, and I think that also comes from some jealousy because Kathy is who Kathy is. And I feel like Kyle's like, this is my show. 
And wow. it's like, I'm in the middle of a producing session. How dare you speak to me? I'm at work. That was unnecessarily. It was she, so unnecessary. She, she said, I just want to make sure because you're eating. Like, are we still going out? God damn. Um. So Sutton says, well, I mean, I had a friend call me a liability. And Kyle's like, well, what did she mean by that? She, and she goes, I don't know. And so Kyle. Erica, what did you mean when you said Sutton was a liability? And then so Erica's like a hindrance, a hindrance. So it's like, OK, so like their relationship is keeping us from getting closer to Garcelle. That is a fucking statement, right? Like, wow. And Erica's like, yes, I mean, like, instead of seeing me for me, you're going to see me through those eyes. So translation. The way I treat Sutton is going to cause you to judge me. Okay, that's what you're saying. You don't want to judge the way I treat Sutton. I don't want you to judge me based on that. And Garcelle and her confessionals like, yeah, it's, but like if I saw her treat anyone that way, it would make me pause. And so then then next fucking breath, Dorit goes, just the other night, you said, Erica, you have a lot of lawsuits. That was below the belt. And Rena goes, that was fucking mean. <laughs> Sutton goes, no, it wasn't. And Rena goes, yes, it was. Don't play dumb. And Sutton goes, it's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle is like, let her talk, let her talk. And Rena goes, I don't care if I'm aggressive. I'm not having your back right now. But then she realizes that she's doing the exact thing that they're trying to tell Garcelle not to do. And she goes, and I'm not having her back. No, you're literally having her back. You're literally having her back. And Sutton goes, you've never had my back. And Rena goes, have your own back, Sutton Strack. What the fuck is this? So what you guys have just said is. Garcelle should not judge us based on how we treat Sutton. But we should judge Sutton based on how she treats Erica. Yeah, they always talk out both sides of their mouth. That's a Sutton Strack quote. <laughs> they really they really do. It's they they I hate it. want to dish out in uh, the rules of how to be friends with me. But those rules do not apply to them. That's not fair. It's exhausting. You guys, it's, it's exhausting. Garcelle's not allowed to speak up for Sutton, but everyone else is allowed to speak up for Erica. Yeah, literally everyone. We are not supposed to judge uh, them by how they treat Sutton, but we should all judge Sutton on how they treat uh, how, how she, she treats, treats Erica. Them. Yeah. Erica, Erica specifically. We it's should just, all give Rina room for grief, but we don't give it to LDP. Uh, literally. LDP's so, brother and mother died and no one cared. <laughs> Wow. It's it's just true. It's just like, yeah, you guys have you guys do talk out both sides of your mouth. And when someone calls you on it, it's get out of my house. They don't want to they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to say it like they don't really want to address why they they said it, said things um, along the way or, or why they may have changed, had change of heart. They don't want to address the things that they've said in the past. This is what I'm trying to say. Rena, at this point, the way she's talking to in this scene, it's like she's not even really sure what she's saying. She's just performing. 
she is. And it's like, have your own back, Sutton Strack. Like, do you you even know what you're saying? No, she doesn't. She has no. You're just performing. Cameras are up. You're just performing. You're in costume. So Kyle tries to change. She's like, okay, after we had dinner at Dorit's house and Kathy at the Toothless and Homeless Foundation. And it's hard not to laugh. So Garcelle and Cherie laugh. And now Dorit. And you see, this is where it's ridiculous because I've just told you at the top of the episode that this foundation is not a valid charity. So she goes, this is a really important charity, Kathy. And Garcelle and Garcelle's like me. I'm laughing laughing at the charity. Like, come on. And this is this is where Beverly Hills and Dorit specifically drive me crazy. They will belabor a point because they're so fucking sensitive. And now for Dorit, the war is on. Oh, yeah, it was. That was the second second wheel turned. What was the first? The first wheel was like the Kyle snapping at Kathy. And then Kat, that's like, oh, oh, I, oh. like I'm 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 seeing where I this is this happened. This is what I like. I've heard the Kathy where everyone decided where all of the Fox Force five decided that Kathy was a new target. And it was very easy to decide that because they totally. already know Kyle has no issue with going against her sisters. They've been in feuds for many years. It would have been super easy to, to, to be like Kathy's the new target easily because yep. they they really have been trying to make Sutton the target and I'm really not working for them. So they need to change course. Mm-hmm. And Kathy. She reminds me of Denise Richards. Again, I'm bringing up her a lot because I remember on Denise's last season, it was everyone was kind of coming for Kyle in the very couple first episodes. Uh, and they were all at Denise's house and uh, Denise defended uh, Dorit about like being late to uh, Teddy's thing. And that's when the whole van- vagabond comment happened. And that was the night that everything turned and Kyle decided vagabond. to eat. Remember when she called a uh, ragamuffin ragavag? I said vagabond R- rag. Sorry, ragamuffin <laughs> when she called uh, Denise ragamuffin. And that was the night I saw. I was like, that was the night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I that was that the night oh, where yeah. Kyle was, was like, Denise is, Denise is the person we're taking down. And this is the this is the moment where they decided Kathy's being taken down. Done. Dorit's eyes, like the look on her face was like because and Rena too, like you saw Rena go, oh, she's coming for a charity because you, it's so easy. It's so yeah. easy. Like, oh, you're making fun of a charity. Oh, it's like, they, no, we're making fun they, of the dumb name that these dumb rich people came up with. They saw a hook. I'm hearing all the th- things underneath the breath. Oh, oh there's cherries and the tooth. Like she said, they're laughing. Oh, yes. Ooh, like they're like they're really trying to build up this like. Kathy is just like too far removed because she's too rich. Did that really come out of her mouth? Oh, yes. Mm. It was. You're right. It, you're right. Meanwhile, everyone's still laughing at the charity. Well, also, Kyle. Kyle. They, yes. Kyle goes, the name is not amazing. Okay. She goes, forgetting about the toothless, not homeless charity. And Crystal's like, no, it's homeless, not toothless. And even Crystal has to catch herself because she's laughing because it's not about the charity. It's about everyone's like inability to get this silly name chair, like the the name of this charity is silly. And even in the confessionals, they're like, they're like, I'll get it. It's toothless, not homeless. And it's like, no, it's not. It's homeless, not toothless. 
Because again, if it was toothless, not homeless, that would be the funniest charity ever. Yeah. Because it would be for people who are toothless, but they're not homeless. <laughs> Sounds like an <laughs> SNL skit. To be exactly. <laughs> all of this is like an SNL sketch. Like this yeah. is all comedy. And Sutton's like, they really should change the name. Honestly, they should have just started asking Dorit, like, can you just tell me some statistics about this charity? Like, and how many people I, have you helped? 2019 many- was the last time they filed with the IRS. 2019, we're in 2022. I'm kind of scared, though, too, because like, is she is her name on anything? Because it's like, are they going to start? Because now that she's put this on the show, it's like kind of getting. by the way. way, by the way, this is like the millionth time that Dorit has associated with something that's like scammy. Like Dorit is always doing shit like this where people go to look into something she's put her name on and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Although I will give her credit. I went to the Capri room at Buca de Beppo for my birthday this past year and it was fantastic. Oh, like, I was like, I was I went in to make fun of it in like a camp way. And I wanted to be yeah. like, look at that. And I was like, no, I it's nice Good for her. I mean, it's the Capri room at Buca de Beppo in Encino. Cool. Let's not get it twisted. It's not like Lisa Vanderpump opening in Vegas. Right. But, you know, but- I'm, I'm, I'm not. I have. I think that um, Dorit has a, an eye for things. So I mean, I'm not surprised by that. I think she's very fashionable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like I, I think I, I would I would definitely vote her most fashionable out of that cast for sure. Sure. Kathy goes, Dorit, I have worked with the homeless. I have worked with the toothless. And even Erica and Diane are like, fuck. Like, she just said that. <laughs> it's hard not to laugh. I worked with the homeless. I worked with the toothless. Well, <laughs> I mean, so she said. Kyle says to Rinna, she says, look, after the charity night at Dorit's house, you and Sutton had a moment. But then you have very strong feelings about Sutton and your opinion of her. And Rinna is like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and it's Sutton's confessional. She goes, Rina, Rina, it's like a 70s dance. It's called the backpedal. She's doing the backpedal. And she does like this whole thing. I sorry, you gotta love it. You just gotta fucking love it. I mean, it's true. Like her it's, analogies are like pretty accurate when it comes to a lot of these things. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, no, no, we keep doing this bullshit where we make up and then you're just make you pretending that you have an issue for cameras. And so then Rinna gives herself all the passes in the world. She goes, listen, I get it. Was it supposed to work out between Sutton and myself? I know that it will. I know that we're trying to make that happen. If I come across and say I love someone one minute and then I'm angry the next minute, I'm going to cut myself some slack on that right now because I know I'm trying to work out grief. Oh. oh, oh, oh. And this is why people are like not jumping to have empathy for her and in her situation because she's using it. I don't think like I have known people who've gone through grief and I've really never heard someone use grief as an excuse like this ever. It doesn't work like that. You don't stay this aware of the fact that you're grieving as an excuse to do things. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the time you do things and you're not aware that it's because of the grief. Right. She's like, yeah, it's like it's like it's like you do something so bad and you're like, it's the grief. That's not how that works. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, she's like preemptively having grief. She's like, I'm going to let you know I'm going to have a lot of grief coming up. So I'm going to have a lot of flip floppingness. I'm going to cuss a lot of people out. I'm going to do a lot of bad shit. Okay, it's the grief. It's the grief. And the grief has no expiration date, just to let you know. That is the name of this podcast episode. It's the grief. It's the grief. Sorry, I have like some mosquito bite on my back. <laughs> I, I do too, I think. I'm covered in them. Oh, I bet you are. Totally. Uh, so Sutton said, okay, so this is really funny. This is this little moment is like perfect Sutton track. She goes, listen, I know because she's talking about she's kind of trying to say like she can't judge Rena for being crazy because she's like, listen, I know I can be a loose cannon. I'm a cult. It's a baby horse. <laughs> and Crystal goes, OK, you're tangenting. Keep going. And Sutton goes, no, I'm not. I've got this. <laughs> See, that was the problem. Crystal interrupted her train of thought and she was like an actor who like forgot her lines. And but she I was like, the, no, but I like that Crystal's like, OK, like she's like, you got it. Like, but <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I think I thought the whole moment was cute, but I was like, but that is what happened, though. That is what happened when Crystal. She was she was about I think I feel like I, I really want to know. I wanted to know what be. the cult. What did the cult have to do with it? I would she, like, like to know. She like she was like. She's not a, an imp, like, <laughs> and then here's the line. It goes, I don't want to take away from the fact that I was making a point. This is the truth, though. I should have said what I said. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that sounds crazy what I just said. Hold on. <laughs> and then Erica ruins everything. She does. And she goes, and I have a drinking problem. Well, we can get to that one later. Ma'am. Garcelle's like, Garcelle looks over at Kyle. Like the way she looks at she goes like that. And Kyle's like, the fuck? Diana goes to Garcelle. Do you have a drinking problem? I don't have a drinking problem. Erica, neither do I, but you tried to push it. I hated that sound effect so much. Oh, it's like nails right? on a chalkboard. Oh, like so. I, and Erica thinks she's always she because she does that. That's her like uh her tell. Anytime she like makes like a little sound effect or like talks about Erica in the third person, she is that's her tell that she's really insecure about something. And but she wants she thinks that it's coming off as she's like like You're reading right. like reading you, but it's like. Oh, you're super insecure about this. So you, you needed to add that tick. That's a Oh, you're right. It's a tell. And Garcelle says, have I said it about you? Yeah, because there were so many instances with you out of control. And Erica cuts her off. And goes, there were three. There were three. And Garcelle, <laughs> she goes, OK, <laughs> I love that. And Erica leans in. She goes, excuse me. You know exactly what I've been through. And I told you straight up what happened, but you try to push that false narrative that I had a problem. Oh, and Garcelle, I did not try to push a false narrative. And then Erica, yeah, you did. You kept talking about it. And Garcelle, no, what I did, Erica. And then Erica has the gall. Yes, Garcelle. Oh, I, oh. Oh, I came out of. Don't you ever put emphasis on my name like that. I 
I stood, I stood up. I had to pause it and stand up and take a lap around my room. I was like, hold on one second. Hold on. I need to. I was like, she, this, this bitch really wants to get slapped. Oh, she does. Because she, Garcelle so, better than me. Garcelle then went, you need to figure out your medicine and drink ratio. That's what I said to your face, bitch. bitch. <laughs> Erica, are you trying to get over? Are you trying to be helpful? Okay. 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 Garcelle, that's how I felt. And when I had drinks with you, I said I was worried about you. Erica, are you though? Yes. And here we go. If I had a problem, you would be the last person to know because these women are the closest to me. Garcelle. Oh, I know. God, you guys say that almost every other day. The exasperation in her voice. She's like, shut the fuck up. I felt that in her fucking soul when Garcelle said that, because it's like you guys literally remind me that I am an outcast. I know. <sighs> like, it's just like. We know, we know you guys are the close ones. We get it. You're the inner circle. Jesus Christ. And here she says, what I meant by that is they would notice my behavior and probably pull me aside and be like, hey, what's going on with you? Uh, 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 She's having pretend amnesia. I'm sorry. We all watched the scene. Yeah, the like the stage scene between Rena, Mikey, and Erica, where you practically like rehearsed your lines ahead of time. Like, I'm not kidding. It seemed like you guys had a script that you were going off of. It was that staged. So what are you talking about? They literally pulled you aside. Rena did with your friend. What are you talking about? She must have forgot. I think she did. Or because it wasn't someone, authentic. It wasn't a real conversation. That's why you forget. She forgot if it was a real conversation, she would have remembered that shit. Right. And then she says, it feels like you went to everyone in this group and talked about, hey, does Erica have a problem? And Garcelle says it, it makes it seem like I was like, oh, my God, let's get together so that we can talk about this. Uh, And then they cut to a montage of her going to dinner with Dorit and lunch with Kyle. And I got to Garcelle's like, I got together, got together and said, does it seem like something is happening with Erica? And Erica says, "Okay, is that to make Erica look bad or is that out of genuine concern? And she just walked right into this. Garcelle says, Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. And I mean, everyone is just. I, I even Ren, even Rena's face. Rena Kyle even said in the after show, she's like, I mean, Garcelle came in with that comeback and she's like, I was shook. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you can't, there's no denying that was just like fuck. epic. It was epic. You can't see. Shit and then ever. Erica thinks she's got something. She goes, and you can make yourself look like a liar right now. Garcelle goes, oh, so now you're calling me a liar. And Erica says something right here. And this is when I figured out what's what's happening. She goes, it makes it look like you have some ulterior motive. You just wanted me to have a problem. And I figured it out. They do this. So this is what they would do. They would calculate 
having some bullshit on camera to perpetuate a false narrative about someone they don't like. So can you who was the person that sent us that? um, Yeah. So um, one of Emily's followers tagged us in one of the after show clips. Um, It was underscore Giovanni. Uh, and I will, pl- I'll play the clip. Erica, okay. At Rena's party, you express some feelings you have about Garcelle talking about you. You know exactly what I've been going through when I told you straight up what happened. Right. But you tried to push that false narrative that I had I a problem. I did not try to push that. Yeah, you did. You no. kept talking about it. Are you trying to get over or are you trying to be helpful? If she were acting judgmental, what do you think that's a result of? Like, why do you think you would have to ask her? I mean, I have, uh, you have an idea? Well, Obviously, it's just an opinion. Um, my first thought was just that she was harboring some resentment towards Erica uh, about the comment towards her son. Get the out of here. Don't get the out of here. That Erica has apologized for many times. Under no circumstances, though, can you disrespect uh, not only a kid, but my kid. I agree and take full responsibility. Thank you. And you know what? I was talking and treating the kids like they were adults and I was a wrong. I have never seen Erica really just let loose and just have fun. And it's nice and it's refreshing. And you also see someone who is trying to have a moment where they can smile, you know, and, and maybe get out of their own life for a hot second. Right. Obviously, if I see Erica doing something that I think is gonna hurt her or it's wrong or so on, I'd be the first one. It's like I did that night at Garcelle's birthday. Getting the flowers for his mama. Getting the flowers for his mama. And I said, Erica, you know, you said this, and she really wasn't aware of what was going on. And when she really realized it, she was the first to apologize, you know, and truly apologize, I believe. Absolutely. That was a tough night. It was supposed to be celebratory. We were all having a good time. I was so happy all my kids were with me. That's my happy place. So for the party to end the way it did, uh, obviously ruffled a lot of feathers. Erica, you hurt Jax's feeling. Don't talk to him like that. What? You said get the f- out of here, and that's not okay. Jax! And I really had to straddle the line of my son saying, Mom, she's drunk, don't do anything, like, not to embarrass him. And then at the same time, stepping right. up to Erica and saying, you can't talk to my kid like that, ever. And so when she first walked into Sutton's luncheon, she didn't say anything. Ladies, may I say hello? Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Nice to see you. Thank you. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Hi. Nice hello, to see you again. Honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? That kind of pissed me off because I would have wanted her to come to me, beeline to me. Like off the bat. Right off the bat and say, I'm sorry. She did send a text and the text said, I will apologize to Jax whenever he wants in person, however, and Jax didn't want that. Um, because he's a kid. Because he's a kid. And, uh, you know, it. did I take it? Yeah, I took her apology. I also want to say this, didn't come from a bad place. It wasn't vicious. No, it was I, just wrong. Yeah. You know, she says she's gonna get a hold of her mixing of, you know, her meds and her drinking. So I believed in that. When it comes to your kid and like, like I said, like kids and your husband or your wife, it's like that goes so deep. And no matter how many apologies, you might not be able to resolve that. When your life blows up and burns down in front of you and everything is out the window, I literally was like, literally it. 
And so I just wanted to have a good time. And whatever that meant that night, I was going to do it. And truth be told, it is what it is. And I've apologized to people that I need to apologize, whether they accept those apologies or, you know, not. That's on them. And moving on. Okay. I, I had to say really quick. It just I think this is my frustration. with It's just such plain hypocrisy. It's anyone could see it. All I heard throughout that whole clip were excuses for Erica's behavior at the party. And then they pretty much wrap it up with I I've apologized many times to Garcelle about it. And if she can't accept it and move on from that, that's her problem. So why? Is everyone then I feel like everybody else, if that's what their wavelength is, if you apologize to somebody and they and then that should be it. Why does Rena get all this space about some damn um, uh, what's what <laughs> Sutton what Sutton said about Harry Ham about her and Harry Hamlin not saying thank you at the thing? We still talking about that. And Sutton did apologize many, many times too. oh, these things don't apply to everybody. The, right. Like, their, their rules don't apply to everybody. So that's my issue. Like she, they literally ended it with if I apologize and and I apologize many times, I can only do that. And that's it. And that's literally what Sutton said when she got told to get the fuck out of uh, Rena's house. Yeah, they so they are so unaware. Yeah. So in there. So Erica is thinking that she still is mad about that and that that is why not her, not not Erica's own behavior. Not the fact that because they've never seen er- Erica act like this in all the years they've known her. Not the fact that she's been blackout drunk three times when she's never been blackout drunk before once. Not because they should be a little concerned that this is alarming, that she hit her head, threw up. It's time to maybe be like, guys, can we stop pretending like this isn't happening? No, Erica is so used to the way they strategize that she's convinced Garcelle is doing this purely to make her look bad on the show. Yeah. And that's her friend's fault. She should really look at the show and really think about like that's her friend's fault because everything that she learned that Garcelle was saying was secondhand information. She, none of this, none of what Garcelle said was directly to her. So she's getting all of her emotion uh, information from all of her friends. So shame on her fucking friends. Those are not your friends. Um, and uh, like, yeah, they're trying to paint it as if Garcelle is seeking revenge and creating a, a lie and a rumor and defaming her and calling her an alcoholic. But we have so many receipts of the fact that like when, and also Garcelle is not necessarily saying she's an alcoholic. She's saying, do you have a drinking problem? Which is, I think, different. You're using you. You are using alcohol to numb the pain of what is going on in your life. That is a problem. Because also it's That's so not crazy. Fun. It's so insane. It reminds me of. Um, so on when Portia had her spinoff. There is this huge fight breaks out. The whole entire family fights, physically fights. Portia text everybody in her family to not discuss it at all on camera. So the producers are so pissed because they're trying to do the obvious thing, which is talk about what happened the night before the huge thing that happened on camera the night before. But no one's talking about it. And it's like, this is crazy. You guys, we can't pretend it didn't happen. 
That's basically what Erica expects the women to do about what happened with her drinking the night before or the day before. It's like, no. And that's not normal. Did they did did they give that same grace to Kyle Richards sister, Kim Richards? No, they didn't. No, it's but it's like it's just not a normal thing to do. It's not normal to pretend like it didn't happen, guys. Like it happened. We're not. That's absurd to pretend like the pink elephant isn't in the room. It's right there. We have to talk about it. It's a reality show. It happened on camera, just like how when a tabloid gets dropped in your lap on camera while you're filming, you're going to talk about it. It's a bummer, but it happened while you're filming, which is why I I would never be in a reality show like you don't like it sucks because something is going on in your life. It's going to get brought up. That is the whole point of these shows. So. Garcelle is having an obvious conversation. Garcelle went and talked to Erica in person and Erica told her, I can't drink anymore. I talked to Rena and it's I can't drink on these meds, period. End of story. So she Eric. So Garcelle has dinner with Dorit. They talk about various things. And she says, yeah, I had dinner with Eric. I had dinner with Erica and Erica said, I can't talk. I can't drink on these meds. So how is that saying anything that's salacious or creating a false narrative? Yeah, that's like, not. And yeah, like, honestly, Erica is providing us with all of the information, to be honest, to be fair. I wouldn't even know she's on any medication if she didn't say she was. Thank you. She was the one who's openly multiple, multiple, multiple times. Like she is so proud of it. I am on Lexapro and I'm drinking. I know I'm not supposed to. She's saying she guys, no one's digging for this information. Usually when people are being shady, they're trying to dig for the information to bring it to light. She has openly said it, which made it fair game to talk about. Boom. So she said, Erica says, you just wanted me to have a problem. And Garcelle's like, bitch, you having a problem doesn't change my life in any way. And Erica's like, yeah, it's my life to destroy or build. And Garcelle, then destroy it. God, Garcelle with the quotes. She was, oh my God, I was so excited to talk to you about this episode. It was like killing me. The amount of voice notes I wanted to send you. And so Erica goes, it's not coming from a helpful place. It's like, hey, Erica's in a really bad play. And Garcelle goes, no, 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 no. That is probably the perception you got from the other women you were talking to. I love that she caught that because she's like, you didn't you didn't hear it from me. You're hearing it. And then Dorit has to admit that she fucking ran over. She goes, well, uh, you know, we talked and I and I said to you, Garcelle, She's never been like this. And you said, don't be Kyle. Don't be Kyle. Oh, I was fucking furious. It's and like, I knew it. I knew Dorit was a snake. It's the exact thing that we're like, I've been like, I've been saying you've been saying it's like it's how they're saying it. She's even overdoing it now. Like it was like she did say her don't be Kyle twice, but it was like, don't be Kyle. Don't be, don't Kyle. be Kyle. It wasn't so dramatic. If there, and there's a difference when you're storytelling and What did Garcelle say? She said that she talked to Erica. Erica said, I can't drink on these meds. But Dorit's freaking out because, look, it is true. Once you say something on camera, they will use it. That's why they that's why Sutton was so worried about what Crystal had been saying on camera. It is real. They do know how this game works. That is true. But Garcelle had the conversation with Erica. 
She was relaying a conversation she had with Erica. Exactly. For fuck's sake. So, but Kyle goes, what's wrong with being Kyle? And Kathy goes, I I do hate when people do this, though. Ladies, we're supposed to lift each other up. I'm like, we don't do that. But Dorit is already so fucking furious with Kathy and the look she gives Kathy here. She's like, Kathy, we have to have real conversations. I'll I will. I'm going to post about it because Dorit gives her a look like she is like she wanted to kill her. It's like, wow. Okay, Dorit is officially done with Kathy. Oh, yeah. Done, done, done. Erica, too. Erica hates Kathy, too. Mm, Like this is officially the turn. Oh, yeah, because because like also earlier in the night, she was like, I think you're right, Garcelle, like like they're all that was the charity. It was the charity that starts where it started when she's when she when when Kathy laughed with Garcelle done. Or even earlier in the evening or like, sorry, back at Rinna's uh, or no, back. Yeah, yeah. Back at the charity, back at the charity event when um, when uh, Garcelle was like, I wish I like I, somebody say I was right. And and immediately Kathy was like, uh, I think you're I think you're right. And I think she really meant it. And oh, I, I feel like they all have been like tallying up the fact that. And and I think that they're also really intimidated by that, because that is a. That is a, like having a nuclear bomb as like an ally, like having Kathy Hilton as. An ally. Oh, yeah. And I think that they are like immediately need to destroy her. A hundred percent. Oh, God, take away her nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, So then Kyle, like they were having a whole different kind of conversation, but Kyle probably wants to shift it. So she's like, I'm going to tell you right now that Erica and Sutton, there's a love hate and you two probably just need to start over. Kyle, shut the fuck up. Like what? They weren't even having a conversation. What are you talking about? And Sutton to Erica, because Sutton is just, she's not Garcelle. She goes, Erica, I'm going to call you and I'm going to let you know what's going on. And Erica goes, please don't. <laughs> you just walked right into that, Sutton. Like, you just I know. don't have it, it down. It reminded me of the first episode when Sutton tried to give her a handshake and Erica is like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, don't. You're so close. It was a, the the leave you hanging moment. <laughs> yeah, does does you're so close and then you. Um, and so Kathy leans into Garcelle and she's like, "Boy, did I get snapped at about the toothless and homeless situation? Toothless, toothless, homeless, toothless, homeless. I'm gonna call you tonight." Garcelle goes, "I'm not gonna pick up." But next week we get Aspen. They are on their way to Aspen. This is the trip that's been talked about and. So Garcelle unfollowed Erica and was asked about it. This was while they were filming. And Garcelle had said that Erica called her something that she didn't like. And we've been speculating for months what it is. And now we know that it was being called a liar. She don't take I I don't blame her because one thing Garcelle is not is a liar. Garcelle said to Erica's own face. Yeah, you're right. I don't believe everything you said. (laughs) Fuck. I would never do that. I'm not that bold. Oh, yeah. I know. I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have done that either. I don't have that level of integrity. I'd be like, no, I do be scared and people, please. Honestly, 
like some people might be like, that's what it is that she called you a liar. No, it's a really big deal because what they what they're trying to do in a subtle way is plant a seed that Garcelle is not to be trusted. So that when she's pointing things out, you should have doubt. And that's not going to happen with Garcelle, because I actually think Garcelle is for the most part pretty like level headed and tries. She, she, as we said, we've said many times she really listens and she if she and she doesn't. And she will not lie about agreeing with you. No. And so for her, because I do think that she truly is not a liar. That was a very big deal for her. The other ladies, if they were been called a liar, like, I don't think that that would have been like a big. Well, deal no, for Erica, that's a huge. Remember, well, how yeah. d- you call Erica a liar. Look what she does. Yeah. But like. And it's so funny, like I want to use Lisa Rinna as an example. She blew up because Erica is a fucking liar and she got so angry, like crazily angry, angry because she is a liar. Garcella didn't get angry. She was just hurt. And she was like, I don't want you in my life. Yeah, she was like, that's we're a, done. That's a that's like it's that's not like her being like lashing out. Like, You're it's, right. It's cut. And, and Lisa Rinna, like, I'm not just I'm I'm just done. Like, You're I right. can't have someone like that in my life. You want to know that's more powerful. I made a decision. I just don't want to have somebody in my life like that. We do not have to be friends. More powerful. People hate that shit. You know, that's true because they want to argue with you. They want to keep the toxic relationship going because it makes them feel good. You have you will get no more of my energy. Actually, you know, the more I think about it, like think of how Erica acted by being when Sutton called her a liar or implied she was lying. Even when Teddy did a pretend amnesia, like, I mean, Jesus, like the tongue lashings that they've got all had to go through with Erica, the tongue lashings. So please. All right. It's time for the big announcement, everybody. Um, So I was approached by Cloud 10 Media. Um, they love the pod and feel that it should just be way bigger than it is. So they have partnered with She Speaks Bravo to grow this thing to levels I could never. So I am officially a part of the Cloud 10 and iHeart family. And we're big time, baby. We are big time. So you will be hearing me. I'll be I've got sponsors now, honey. Well, not oh my a lot, not, not a lot, but it's it's happened. We oh, are. It's just this is just the beginning. This is baby. just the beginning. Dreams have come true. I love, love, love them so far. Like they've just they've welcomed me. They've just been they're so awesome. It's a great company, but they're they're real deal. They're big time. Ryan Bailey is with them. I've already checked in with him. He has nothing but good things to say. I had I kind of like checked with him first. I was like, do you want them? He's like love 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 um it's been uh it's it's been a very fun week last week was not so great this week fantastic oh my gosh and it couldn't that this couldn't have come in at better time for you right Um, but you know what i'm not surprised uh from the inception of your instagram and your podcast and your youtube channel like you work so hard i don't i said this to you a million times i do not know how you roll out the content and the amounts and quantity and quality that you do on a daily basis. Thank and you. And even when she was taking her mental health break, she was still working, guys. She can't help, her. <laughs> she can't help herself. 
because she loves she loves this community so much. And I'm so proud of you. Like, and you well deserved. And I know you're going to be like leaps and bounds. You're going to be so huge. So congratulations. I think we're all congratulating you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for all the support. It's I think it's even it's bigger for the people who've been here from the beginning because this thing started out as just truly like an exercise in growing my self-confidence. Like I just was like, I don't even care if like four people listen to this thing. I just need to get it out so I can like feel better about myself. So the fact that it's grown at all is cool. But the fact that someone who's, you know, legit heard it and was like, no, girl, this is good. It's been a nice little ego boost. And, you know, it's going straight to my head. Um, Fuck you, little people. I'm out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Should we like sometime this week go to Tom Tom to celebrate or something? I don't know. Oh, my God. Totally. We should. Have a, um, have a train. I will not or actually I'll have a mocktail. Do, I'll actually have a mocktail too because I'm trying to do uh dry out until October. I'm trying to do like a little a little cleansy. Yeah, because uh a lot of drinking on this. Oh, I'm this sure trip. the Tulum so, trip looked so fun. Yeah, let's have a mocktail at Tom Tom. Okay. Done. I'll let him know. I'm like, guys, I'm major now. Okay. Big time, big, big time, time over here. Um, yeah, so I'm sure like with you know, as it grows, you know, there will be things that have to be adjusted. I'm sure I'll need to like make some changes. I don't know, just to like accommodate, but to anybody who's been following me from day one, just thank you. Love you. Mean it truly. And um, yeah, there's the big announcement guys. Um, But it only means better stuff from now on better production quality eventually like once this thing starts to go and i can like make a little money off of it i mean i never thought for a split second my life would turn into this like i never thought my vast knowledge of bravo would make me money i mean it's isn't that crazy but it's like you you i i mean i i i wouldn't be able to do what you've accomplished like again guys this is a lot a lot of work yeah like it's a lot of work it's not just watching a show and (laughs) it's not talking and then putting a post like it's like you like i'm like looking at like you guys like eight these these are eight pages of show notes that emily wrote up (laughs) like and they're so detailed they're so (laughs) detailed this is like what you would have to turn in at, at like for a, pa- a paper. Oh my God. College. I like, when I put together the post on um the page, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, the page Craig Naomi thing. Mm-hmm. When I put that post together, I was like, this is literally like a presentation that I would give in like a college course yeah. to like a professor. I feel like they do have like a college course somewhere like that. I'm not they sure ha- it's like they should. Bravo, but like, I think it might be like reality TV or something. I would I would pass that with flying colors, right? My vast knowledge of like all of those shows for fuck's um, sake. Yeah, but the but I also uh, want to quickly say that with the Paris Hilton thing, like the queen of reality, I would say like she really knows how to like stir the pot. So I was just stir like, it up. Yeah, I was just like living for that. What's so interesting to me about Paris Hilton doing that is she's so close with Kyle's daughters. I thought about that, too. And I, I, right? I wondered how that would affect their their dynamic. But, you know, they they fall out all the not like her and Farah, but like that family. They're so used to, like, falling out with each other and then falling back in that. I don't think that they care 
Like that's right. they're that savage. That's like and right. Yeah. Like they just have like they just know how to maybe they just get that that's what like PR is like you put a little salacious tweet out there and you get a little buzz going and then you move on and go to dinner. And but that picture, but Paris, I know that she didn't edit that picture, but Paris just even putting that on her page with the specific ladies that she put on, which are the the underdogs of the show was a powerful thing. Paris Hilton can move mountains. Oh, yeah. She could have just single-handedly changed people's perspective that are die-hard Kyle, Erica fans with that simple tweet. It's that fucking powerful. I feel like she has the Infinity Stones or some shit. Like a hundred percent. Like oh yeah, that was a fucking power move. move. That was a power move. Ooh, loved it. Loved it. I know. You're right. No, she's just shifted something. Like she just. Like and- she just shifted energies and I'm curious to see how much. Yeah. Everything is affected. And that is a big deal because Kyle loves to talk about that. Paris is her niece. Oh God. Yeah. And how that Paris was her baby when she was growing up. So for that, for her not to be included in that is actually super huge. guys. <laughs> big time. Big time. It also says a lot about what's to come, like what happens this season the re- like in the rest of these episodes because it must be pretty gnarly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just glad we're finally getting to Aspen and I want to see just, what see what this like this big uh, moment. Yep. Oh, I, big meltdown. I am sorry, guys. I mean, without seeing the episode and again, I'm always willing to change. But this is my this is what I predict I'm going to think about in the episodes coming up with whatever this thing that Kathy has allegedly done. I think that from st- that this is a calculated and concocted conspiracy against Kathy Hilton by the Fox Force Five to take her down, to take a lot to to take Garcelle and Sutton's like nuclear bomb is what I'm calling her and destroying her credibility. So um, that is what I feel without seeing anything and gathering clues. And I'm I and you know what? I'm not going to be married to it. It's just my like prediction. So I'm right there with you because the people we're hearing this information from so far when they show the trailer is just Diana. Erica and Rinna. The least, yeah. in my opinion, the least credible people on the show. I agree. So Diana, Diana, I'm not I don't believe Diana at all. She's irrelevant. I forget she's on the show half of the time. She's like most of the episode. Um, Like, no, no, I don't believe her for a second. She just and you can see when she was watching that whole thing happen. She just goes along with whatever Rena and Erica need her to do. Yeah, she she thinks she's more of a boss than she is. but She's really boring. Um, Sheree is Sheree started up strong, but she's starting to fizzle out for me. Fizzling Uh, very much. Yeah, she's she's fizzling. Um, I'm not done with her, but she she's going to have to I feel like she uh, at one point and, I, you know, I kind of like I will have to apologize to my mom because my mom, my mom actually uh, said to me, she was like, I don't think I like Sheree. Ooh. And I said, what? Oh, mother? we need to talk about. Did you ever watch that clip? I, posted? I did. I did. How do we feel about it? Because we I, I said we would talk about it. This I week. feel like she was she made a decision that she thought that she she wants to be on the show. And I think she definitely wants to be a full time member. And I think that she was trying to play a strategy game and um 
she's not going to go against Garcelle, but she doesn't give a shit about Sutton. So I think that she thinks it would be a smarter move to be on kind of more of the Fox Force five side without like saying that. I think she was trying to she's kind of playing a Dorit game, which I'm not like loving. That's how I felt, too. It's like she saw that all of that. There's more of them than there are Sutton and Garcelle. Yeah, but so she, I don't she think she's like, going to go against Garcelle, but exactly she has absolutely she, no loyalty. She wanted Sutton. she wants Garcelle to be in with them so they can all be friends. Yeah. And she's, she's but, pretty much like just leave Sutton behind. Like, who is she? Like, that's exactly. what I can. That's the energy I'm kind of feeling. That's what I got, too. Um, but. Garcelle just doesn't roll like that. And Garcelle's like, nope, I'm just on because Garcelle sits and observes and responds appropriately. She doesn't get sucked into it as where we've seen Sheree a few times kind of kissing like she's being really nice to Rena at Rena's wine event. That's what my mom said. And I was like, I was still kind of holding on to like the energy she brought in in the first couple of episodes. And I was like, no, mom, she's just trying to keep an open mind. And Garcelle told her to do that. Um, but that with that clip and then the past couple of episodes, I'm like, one, you're not really bringing much because you're too afraid to talk. But she's like, here we go. When she joked with, like after Garcelle had that conversation with Erica, that tough conversation, like you don't disrespect my kid. And then Cherie goes, but were you the one that said you wanted to have a threesome with Oliver? Because me too. Yeah, I didn't love that, but we like made an excuse for it. We did. Then um, she was trying really hard to be a peacemaker with Kyle and Garcelle at that converse with that like cocktail lunch thing about yeah. Garcelle's. I mean, Erica's drinking didn't love it, but OK. Then at the at the wine tasting at Rena's, she was like, Rena, you're so maternal and caring and blah, 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 like was going way over the top. Like, to yeah, kind of- it was just like it was weird. So, all right, Sheree, never mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm not writing her off, but I think that she needs to do a quick course correct. Yeah, yeah. like the reunion's going to be very telling. I think the reunion's her audition. Exactly. So she should figure it out, and she should mm-hmm. really do her research, and she should really see what the fans are wanting, and she should really she should, she needs to make a splash because there are already too many people that are kissing each other's ass on the. On that side, you're actually going to get really lost in the shuffle. You're actually stand out more if you went against the grain. But you have to. And I think I'm like, girl, I don't think you need to be afraid of these these like women. They don't know how to they don't. Their reads are weak, at weak, best. weak reads. You can take them, girl. Don't yes. be afraid. Exactly. Like, <sighs> realize honestly, your power. And honestly, if they like this is what always gets me annoyed, like when I watch like real like the real world road rules challenge or that they just call it the challenge now it's people wanting they people always do the fail safe like they were like the people who are always winning i'm gonna latch onto them i'm like if all of the underdogs just came together and really came together like crystal sutton garcelle kathy you are pretty close that's what i keep the- needing that to happen yeah it's really, like and it, did i say Sheree, that that would be was that five Crystal, Cherie, oh, Garcelle, Sutton, Cat. Yep, five. It's five people, guys. Yep. You'd be unstoppable. Make and it look happen. At the nucle- nu- nu- Garcelle-, Garcelle has been like by herself fighting five women, knocking them down. 
Like what a power dynamic that you is. That Kathy with the funniest zingers. You got Sutton's all the just power. Like, she has pa- Kathy has the power to erase the internet. <laughs> Did you know? And Sutton's like a like a planet out of orbit, just like like running around. You don't tornado. know where she's she little tornado. Around, you don't know where she's coming from. You're like well, she's somewhere. Yeah, Crystal with the control over her words so careful that you can't you can't shake her it's like guys you have all all of the ingredients if i can go make it crystal needs to drop diana now drop her that's she diana's a liability in my opinion. diana is a lie of fucking ability okay so let's make that fucking happen yeah all right guys uh let's wrap it up um okay Thank you all so much. Please like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And follow Piaget at Piaget V. And oh, yeah, guys, I I mean, I sound very, very popular right now, but my DMs are starting to get a little wild. And Pia was actually able to see some DMs that uh, I didn't. So if you've got something you want us to talk about on the pod, she may be a better person to DM either email me at she speaks bravo at gmail.com or shoot Pia a DM because Pia honestly follow Pia though. She's got some glamorous content over there. <laughs> um, okay, guys, love you. Mean it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.